0: So happy August, here we are, right? Summer's moving along. We've been doing summer school for June, July, and now August, we have a few weeks left in this summer school initiative. In previous Sundays, you've heard some people sharing how they are engaging with prayer and scripture over the course of the summer months. There are little yellow index cards at the door of the sanctuary, and we've had those out since early June with the invitation that you take that index card and write on it for your eyes only, your intention is for summer school to do something some way of engaging with prayer and with scripture one way i've been digging a little deeper and and doing some summer school work is by reading and reflecting on the little new testament book of colossians the book is perhaps best known for the christ hymn in chapter one that reflects on the majesty of jesus um, with language inspired by genesis and creation Along with that, I gravitate towards other parts of the book of Colossians, and if you've been here over the last few weeks or a couple months, you've heard some of those references. There's reference to being transferred to the kingdom of God in chapter one of Colossians, which I think is a fascinating invitation to think about how we're transferred and transformed and changed. In chapter two, there's this imagery about being rooted and built up and being strong, essentially, or being solid, um, which I think is really helpful, and I I really appreciate those words. In chapter three, Paul makes the invitation to think about our clothing and reminds us that as God's people, we're clothed with compassion, kindness, and love. What What a great gift. And then there's also in Colossians, in chapter 3, this image of letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly, which is part of the uh, inspiration for having our memory verses, the hope that maybe we memorize the words, maybe we just take them to heart, maybe they're, they're part of our very core. So we've been tossing out these memory verses week after week with the hope that some of them would dwell in us richly. Prior to my summer school efforts with Colossians, I was pretty familiar with all of those verses, all of those sections, and grateful for them. And while I was reading and rereading and studying the text over the last couple of months, I found some new inspiration, which I'd like to share with you today. The first sentences of Colossians, like most of the New Testament letters, are kind of introductory often talking about people in particular situations. And I will admit that sometimes I just kind of skim over those and want to get to the meatier parts of the book. Um, But in these verses, in Colossians, Paul gives us an example of how to pray for other people. If you've ever wondered how to pray, you're in good company. You're in really good company. I hear from people all the time that they're not sure how to pray. They feel intimidated about praying. They really feel intimidated about praying out loud in front of other people. I especially hear people saying they're not sure how to pray for other people. Our scripture reading offers some guidance in this, but before we get there, I want to affirm some simple and clear and easy ways that any of us could pray for someone else. So let's pretend, let's pretend your friend John Smith, I don't think we have any John Smiths in the congregation, but we'll just go with that name. Your friend John Smith is going through a hard time, whatever that might be, and you want to pray for John. You could simply say the words, Dear God, I pray for John Smith. That's a fantastic prayer, right? absolutely fantastic. You don't have to be theological, poetic, or polysyllabic. This is not high school English class when you're writing an essay. Simple, clear, easy prayer. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Just pausing and lifting up someone's name before God is prayer. We encourage people to take copies of the prayer list on a regular basis. There are a lot of names on that list, some of which we know, some of which we don't know, I spend time reasonably regularly looking at those names. Sometimes I just read over the names without any additional words or thoughts. I try to do that slowly. Sometimes I end up sending a text message or an email or maybe even a phone call if somebody, in, you know, I, I think to do so. Um, and that's prayer as well, just lifting up those names to God. At the dinner table, a lot of people say a prayer, sometimes a rote prayer at the dinner table. And again, there's this intimidation about praying for somebody, somebody who has cancer, somebody who's got a difficult family situation, somebody who's dealing with problems, whatever they might be, and you don't know what to say. You could just say, Dear God, we pray for John. That's good enough. That's perfect. That's great. Simple prayer is good and important. It's easy. Anyone can do it with just a little bit of intentionality. So I encourage you to do so. In Colossians, in these first sentences in the book of Colossians, Paul provides some words to help those of us who might want to go a teeny bit deeper with prayer. He helps us to do that. Listen now for God's word from the first chapter of Colossians. In our prayers for you, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. You have heard of this hope before in the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you. Just as it is bearing fruit and growing in the whole world, so it has been bearing fruit among yourselves from the day you heard it and truly comprehended the grace of God. This you learn from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf And he has made known to us your love in the spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard it, we have not ceased praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him as you bear fruit in every good work and as you grow in the knowledge of God. May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power, so that you may have all endurance and patience, joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. Thanks be to God for the words of scripture. The Apostle Paul was a great encourager. He was the kind of guy who said things and tried to help people do the right thing get on track and he was helping people to know that they were beloved children of God helping them to grow in faith helping them to figure out what it means to be a Christian and to accomplish these things one way he did it was by praying and you see that in the text that he just offered his words give us specific examples of how he prayed let's just look again he prayed that they would know God's will he prayed that they would have deep spiritual understanding, that they would live for God, that they would have knowledge of God, that they would have strength for endurance, that they would be filled with joy, strength, and thankfulness. And continuing on, he was praying that they would live as transformed people, and there's language in there about bearing good fruit, One praying that they would bear good fruit. There's all sorts of good examples here of how Paul prayed for the people, and any of these phrases could become prayers for our friends or even for ourselves. Those of you here in the sanctuary hopefully in your bulletin have a little half sheet of paper that looks like this. Those of you at home, I hope you'll grab an index card or a post-it pad or the newspaper or a napkin or whatever you might have handy. We'll be happy to send you one of these if you like. And you'll see on the one side of it, there's an invitation to write three names. You can do that right now if you want. You can save it for later. This is for your eyes only. With the first two slots there, let me encourage you to write the names of someone, anyone, family member, spouse, friend, neighbor, someone on the church prayer list, whoever that might be. And over the next week, you could pray for that person using one or more of the phrases that Paul offers in this little reading from Colossians. You could pray for a friend that they would know God's will in a difficult time. You could pray for a family member for strength and endurance as they face a challenging season. You could pray for anyone that they would really live as if they had been transformed and transferred into God's kingdom. And then in the third spot, I encourage you to write your own name and not forget to pray for yourself, to pray for yourself for any and all of these petitions that the Apostle Paul offers in that prayer. In essence, Paul is praying that the people of Colossae and elsewhere would be strong. Be strong in faith and hope and love to face the challenges of daily living. I think Paul would offer that same prayer for us because goodness knows we face enough challenges in our daily living these days. Pretty much every day in one way or another, I pray for strength for myself. I pray that I would be strong, not necessarily in body, far from it, but that I would be mentally strong and spiritually strong and ready to face whatever challenges and opportunities and situations come my way that day. I've used our memory verse for today, sometimes like prayer, sort of transforming it and asking God, God, help me to keep alert. Help me to stand firm in my faith. Help me to be courageous and strong. Help me to do everything. Everything with love. You could make this or many other scripture verses into a prayer for yourself or for others as well. That phrase, give me strength, Lord, is often used in movies in sort of a comical way when somebody's going through a crisis and like, oh, give me strength, Lord. And we laugh when that happens, but it's a good prayer. It's a good prayer. So let us pray. Loving God, thank you. Thank you for your love for us and for the world. Thank you for calling us to be your people. We pray that you would give us spiritual understanding, that you would help us to know your will, that you would fill us with joy and thankfulness, that you would transform us, and help us to live as new people making a difference in this world. And we pray especially, God, for ourselves and for our loved ones, our families and friends, that you would give us strength. Strength to make good choices. Strength to do the right thing. Strength to continue forward. Strength to keep going. Strength to encourage one another. Strength to be people of hope and peace and justice. Strength to keep following Jesus, the one who came with love for everyone. Hear our prayers, O God. Amen.